guys. Welcome back to Am I Doing This Wrong? We have a very special episode for you today. It's not just your gals. The one, the only, Jose has arrived. Hello, everybody. (laughs) Yes. Uh, So you guys know we have talked about Jose probably just about every episode. Um, (laughs) And here he is. In all of his fabulous glory. Yeah. So happy <laughs> I could be here. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. First things first, we are checking in. So, Jose, how are you? Hi. Hello, everybody out there. I'm doing well today. Um, so happy to be here. So excited. I've been waiting for my debut on this podcast. <laughs> Um, (laughs) so definitely, uh, good feelings, good vibes going on right now. Yes. Love that. So happy for you to be here. I know. Initially, Jose wanted a whole segment called the Jose Expose. So we're just going to throw that out there because if you love him, if you want him back, we'll, we'll, you know, get through it and bear it and bring him back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're still doing that. See, yes, yes. Give them a taste of what we get every day. Please let the people know. (laughs) They want it and I have to serve it. (laughs) Uh, Well, how about you, Ryan? How are you? It's been a good day. Um, Yeah, good week. Um, I'm excited. It's been a while since we've had a guest on the podcast. Um, And so it was so fun the last time we did it. And even with all our side hustle summer shorts, we usually do it one-on-one. So it's either Morgan with the guest or me with the guest. So this is super exciting. You know, we get to tag team, which goes right in line with our topic, but we'll get there in a moment. (laughs) Absolutely. I am super excited. This is a fun one. Let me tell you, as I was doing the notes, I was just smiling like, (laughs) 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 Ah, well, should we get into it? We really should. Time's a wasting. Time's a waste. Yeah, there's Ooh. no time like the present to talk about anal sex. Am I right? Yes. <laughs> you are right. Ah, yes. Number one fan joining yeah. us today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, as you guys know, we are not experts. We're not doctors. We are just three friends trying to figure it out. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Because they've got a little bit of expertise on this, you know, just like I had expertise with, you know, like interracial dating. He must he might have a little bit extra to share with us. So we'll. Oh, yes. Knowledge, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm excited because for as much information we have in the notes, we have someone who's going to sprinkle us with uh, just a lifetime of knowledge, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, All right. So let's get into it. For those of you who may not know, what is anal sex? Hmm. Well, according Hmm. to WebMD, (laughs) anal sex is any sexual activity that involves the anus. Hmm. (laughs) It does not always mean penetration with a penis. People can use sex toys, fingers, or a tongue. People of all sexual orientations and gender identities can have anal sex. It's for everyone. It really is. (laughs) (laughs) 
So I found, a, uh, and this was still on WebMD. So, um, and maybe you guys can let me know if you know any other names, but there were some alternatives for just anal sex. Okay. Mm -hmm. So people use many different terms for anal sex, but some common ones include anal, you know, just very straight to the point, right. <laughs> uh, anal intercourse, mm. buggery, Greek. Ooh. I have not heard that. I was I didn't look more into it, but I was like, huh, okay. Um, and bareback. Yes. <laughs> it's like now you're speaking my language. Yes. <laughs> Does anyone have any others? Yeah. I was thinking Catholic schoolgirl because like Oh. That's okay. like the Catholic schoolgirl position because like, mm. you know, they're still virgins of the vagina, but like Yeah. It, it's still sex, let's be real. So Yeah. Right. Okay, Jose, you got any for us? Or you just keep it simple? I just anal. keep it simple. Okay. Yeah. Anal and bareback. I'm, I'm a straight <laughs> I'm a straight to the point kind of <laughs> kind of guy on this issue. <laughs> <laughs> on this issue. <laughs> yes. I like to get right to business. Oh. We know. <laughs> so <laughs> now that people do too. <laughs> it was interesting because it had some myths and misconceptions about anal sex. So let's get a few examples. The first one. Only gay men have anal sex. No. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Many gay male couples have anal anal sex, but not all do. Do you know any gay couples that don't have anal sex? Anyone? No, None in particular. Like I mean, that's. I mean, I don't know necessarily if like all the couples I know are having anal sex. I mean, I would also assume that. It might be more common with gay men, but like with queer women, I don't know if that's necessarily always the case, you know, like mm, oh. they, you know, they might be doing other things. Um, well, I know they're doing other things, but right. I don't know if anal sex is always on the docket. So I guess, yeah, I might know some people. Um, I don't know if I can okay. really like uh, take this out for a survey, but right. <laughs> I don't know how we would figure this out. So let's, let's move on. Um <laughs> All right, so it goes on to say, also, people of any sexual orientation and gender can enjoy it, including heterosexual couples. Correct. So there you go. The next myth, there's no chance of getting pregnant from anal sex. Apparently, this is a myth. How is this Which a myth? kind of freaked me out, yeah. <laughs> so it says, while the chances of getting pregnant from anal sex are certainly lower, then with vaginal sex, there is still a small possibility. Jose, you're in the medical field. Do you know this to be true? <laughs> Can you please tell me? Um, <laughs> not I that I'm just only doing anal to I avoid know. pregnancy. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I'm just Catholic school girling everywhere. But I'm not. I'm just saying oh I didn't know God. this to be a myth. What were we I didn't say, know Ryan? this was a myth either. I'm yeah. assuming if they're talking about, like, going back and forth. Yeah, yeah, of course. If yeah. you're going in between anal and vaginal, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and if they're, you know, yeah, I would. There's a there's a possibility there, right? But I don't. If you're just strictly having anal sex, um, mm -hmm. I don't think it's gonna like soak opinion through would be into the <laughs> that you're not going to. Yeah, no. Like if he's coming deep in your ass, like I don't think it's going to like make its way up into your ovaries. But I do think that there is a small, you know, separation between your anus and your vet, your vag, 
unless you just have a very large taint. I don't know. Some people might have larger taints. I don't know. Hmm. But like a I higher could... placed butthole. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> However, if you were, yeah, either going between both, like Jose said, or if he just wanted to come on the outside, right? Like, mm. you know, a lot of guys really like the, you know, the whole presentation of their sperm. I'll say that. Um, but <laughs> if it's getting a little bit too close for comfort, you know, I'm like, okay, like it's time to rinse off. Like you've had your look, like, let's like, let's move on because um, I don't have a big taint. So you know, if I uh, do some Kegels, <laughs> things can move around kind of quickly. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think that is probably the case because it says anytime the penis is close to the vagina, there's always a chance that semen will enter the vagina and lead to pregnancy. Mm, so yeah. it's probably that situation. Um, the next one is it's harder to get sexually transmitted infections from anal sex. False. Okay. Right. That is a myth. So it is just as easy, if not easier, to get an STI from anal sex. The tissue of the anus is delicate and can tear easily. This can leave more openings to an infection or for an infection to enter the body. The person who is getting anally penetrated, sometimes called the bottom. Thank you, WebMD. Is more (laughs) is more at risk for STIs than the person doing the penetrating, sometimes called the top. Sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So how to explore anal sex? Jose, you let us know. It says (laughs) you need to relax the sphincter muscle of the anus. The muscle you squeeze when you need to poop. I don't know why I said anal. I said sphincter, but poop made me take pause. I don't know. <laughs> that feels like the grossest word in the sentence. So when you need to poop, but have to wait to receive oh. anal sex. So it's important to try and stay relaxed as you explore anal sex by yourself or with a partner. Mm. So. Unlike the vagina, the anus does not self-lubricate. You need to use a lot of lubrication, whether you use your fingers, a sex toy, or a penis. It will help you to avoid tearing or other injuries to the area. Yes, that all of that is correct. <laughs> that is all, those are all very important pieces that yeah. play a part in the puzzle of having great anal sex it's a delicate rosebud you need to treat it right (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) so (laughs) people so the appeal of anal sex can be in some cases people with penises usually have a prostate gland this gland has many nerve endings making the area sensitive since the prostate sits on the other side of the rectum, it's possible to stimulate it by putting a finger or a sex toy inside the anus. Some people with prostates find anal play a pleasurable activity for this reason. Hmm. And just a little definition if people aren't too sure, what is the prostate gland? Jose, go ahead, take it away. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wrote down the um. definition. <laughs> I'm just going to put you on the spot. Putting me on the spot every time. (laughs) So the prostate is a walnut-sized gland located between the bladder and the penis. The prostate is just in front of the rectum. Nope, rectum. 
The urethra runs through the center of the prostate from the bladder to the penis, letting urine flow out of the body. The prostate secretes fluid that nourishes and protects sperm. During ejaculation, the prostate squeezes this fluid into the urethra and it's expelled with sperm as semen. So Mm -hmm. just so everyone knows, getting clinical. Interesting. I always knew it it came out. Yeah, I always knew it came out of the same hole, but I don't think I ever thought about the fact that like, where's the semen? It's not in your urine, you know? Yeah. So it's in the prostate and then it filters it. Right. So it gives it gives the (laughs) semen like a little. um, I don't know, like a little soup to stay in. Yes. Yeah. A little holding cell. Yeah. 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 (laughs) A little protective covering catalyst to the exit. Oh, yeah. Mm. We all know how the exit goes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a firework. (laughs) Only when it's good. (laughs) We will get into that. Sad trickle when it's not. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Or nothing at all. (laughs) Yeah. Not all anal sex is created equally. We'll say that. Mm. (laughs) So let's talk a little bit about lube. Shall we? Yes, we shall. (laughs) (laughs) So there are a few different types of lube. And Jose, maybe you can share some of your expertise because we have some options here. Maybe you've tried them all or a few. Let us know and then give us your recommendations. Okay. so the first one is water based lube. So this is your safest bet to start with. It says Um, it can be used for all your sexual needs. Penetrative sex, masturbation, sex toy play. Um, Water-based lubes are ideal for people with sensitive skin or who are prone to irritation. Um, They can be used with condoms and sex toys, and they're very easy to clean off of yourself, off of sheets, off of clothing, um, and they won't leave a stain. So those are the benefits there. Um, They do have some downsides, though. They are not great for water slash shower play um because they wash away that easily Mm. so they also tend to get sticky and require frequent reapplication so if you're planning (laughs) so if you're planning to have marathon sex might uh we suggest another type Mm. you know yeah it's for the sprint not the marathon (laughs) um the next one is a silicone based lube So this one is slippery, long-lasting, and ideal for longer sessions. It requires less lube to be applied and needs reapplication less often. These lubes are also great for shower sex or masturbation in the shower because they don't wash away so easily. Um, The catch Mm -hmm. is that silicone-based lubes are a bit more tedious to wash off. You'll need soap and water for cleanup afterward. And sometimes silicone-based lubes also stain sheets. It also has a word of caution. Never spill this um, on your hardwood floors. It will stain and leave your floors slippery for months. <laughs> Love how that was thrown in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jose. That's why our wood floors were so slippery in our apartment. That makes sense. <laughs> You're yeah. just falling down every... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he hadn't switched lubes yet. It makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I was still exploring back then, okay? Yeah. <laughs> He was learning. He was growing. I know. So um, the silicone-based lubes should not be used with silicone-based sex toys. They can break down the rubber over time. 
Um, however, this doesn't mean all sex toys are off limits. There are many that are made from other materials like hard plastic, glass, and steel. Mm. So, FYI. And then our next option is oil-based lubes. Okay, Jose's yes. a fan. So. <laughs> Take me home. Take it home. <laughs> so these provide a slippery feel that lasts longer than water-based lube. Uh, these lubes are ideal for masturbation, um, hands or toys, penetrative unprotected sex, and water play. Um, they can also be used for sensual massages. Ooh, yes. We love a good <laughs> sensual massage. <laughs> so oil-based lubes or any other oil-based like petroleum jelly or mineral oil should not be used with latex condoms as they can dissolve the latex of the condom and may cause latex condoms to break. Hmm. Latex diaphragms and latex sex toys should also be kept away from oil-based lubes. Non-latex condoms um, are also sensitive to oil-based uh, personal lubricants. So hmm. check the package before use. Yes. Okay. So oil-based with unprotected only, it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bareback in all the sense. Woo! That's right. <laughs> Another downside is that these are difficult to obviously clean off of sheets and your body. Mm, yeah. Oil stains, yeah. as we know. You know, like you drop a French fry on your T-shirt or something. Yeah, because that's what we're talking about. <laughs> I'm just saying it's hard to get the oil out. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to get the oil out of my shirt for many reasons. <laughs> oh, my God. Ooh, okay. All right. Well, those are our options. So, Jose, what do yes. you think? Yeah. Well, so, let's start. Have... Let's Let's go down the list. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Of course. So starting off with water-based lubricants, um, definitely have used it. Um, definitely enjoy it as a preference for mm. when, like we were, you were talking about, uh, it's going to be a quick hookup, you know, like mm -hmm. in and out, you know, meeting somebody, you know, after at the bar, mm -hmm. running back to their place. Mm -hmm. in the car, you know, all those little shenanigans we get ourselves into. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> definitely good for that. So enjoy it. Okay. 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 So I have a question though. So do you remember like, what's the first type of lube that you tried? Um, and like, did you like it? Yes. You know, like, did you figure out really quickly, like I'm allergic to this or <laughs> no? Uh, so yeah. So the I think the first lubricant that I did use was the water-based lubricant. Um, it was probably from one of those little like square packs that we got at Pride yeah, where they passed exactly out a bunch of those of. little lube, lube packs and condoms. Um, so I had built, you know, a whole mound of those. Yeah, I had a stash too. <laughs> Very large stash. And <laughs> so I just remember pulling from there, mm. you know, taking them with me just in case on the go. Yeah. You know, and they came in very handy. Yeah. Mm, I definitely yeah. have to, you know, shout out to all the pride events that, yeah. that, well, that's uh, swag. Those out. Really yeah. got you through your 20s. They really <laughs> did. I had never spent <laughs> a dime on any of those things. Yeah. True that's so that. true. I've never, yeah. I've never purchased a pack of condoms because of how much we got at Pride. No, mm -hmm. exactly. And also, I'm thinking like, so many of those condoms are so cute. I was like saving them as like Christmas tree ornaments. I was like, oh, yes, cute. 
They were they adorable. adorable. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I did end up eventually having to use some of them. I was like, I mean, it's it, it it's going to be expired by the time I end up like. Oh right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You need something, in a, right? You right. know, in a pinch, yeah. there. Yeah, they were great. <laughs> <laughs> but I did try some of the um the loop packs as well. Like I remember trying a few of those. Also because mm-hmm. I don't know if I was doing this wrong because definitely I probably um used like one of the lubes that might have not been great with the condom. But sometimes mm-hmm. I would use lube to like make the condom like slide on easier, you know, like that would kind of help mm-hmm. the process. Um, okay. Hopefully it wasn't breaking down the condom, but I don't have any kids. So I think I'm okay. Good. <laughs> yeah. Good for now. <laughs> yeah. For now. <laughs> okay. okay so, then... so you started with the water base. Yeah. Did you then go on to the silicone? Yes. Okay. So trying silicone. Don't like it. Mm. Okay. Just really don't like it. Once I came across it and started dabbling with it, I did not like that after sex feeling. It left you very uh, sticky. Uh, You could feel like, I don't know, for me at least, I could like just feel the buildup. And Mm. I don't like, I just didn't enjoy it. It wasn't Mm. for me. Interesting. I found that out very quick. And so I have stayed away from silicone-based lubricants for as long as I can remember. Okay. So I'm wondering, has anyone ever, like when you show up to like a hookup's house, or maybe this is like a recurring hookup or something, has anyone ever had a silicone-based lube and you were like, oh no, I don't want to use that? You know, like have you ever had to like, like, oh, actually I brought some with me. Like we're going to use this one. (laughs) Yes. All the time. Oh, yes. oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So that kind of, yeah, I've always done that because I have run into those situations mm-hmm. um, a couple of times and realized, oh, fuck. Okay. Well, I don't have like a backup and we're going to have to use what he has. And, you know, and so I learned from that mistake really quick. And so <laughs> for as long as I could remember, I've, I've always got something. I've always okay. got something with me ready to go just in case I don't like what the other person has. Oh, you know? interesting. That's okay. a good tidbit. Yeah. Pack your own lube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always take. Yeah. You always be prepared. Always take right. your condoms and lube. Oh, interesting. Just okay. in case. Sorry, but another follow-up question. Have you ever gone to... <laughs> now I'm just super interested. Have you ever gone to a hookup's house and they've had options? Like, they're like, oh, I have this kind, I have this kind. Like, you know, do they have like a little like bathroom set up where they like choose what you like? Oh, it's Hopefully. like when you go to like a fancy bathroom and they have like yeah. the perfumes and the mints and stuff. Did they have like a little, you know? <laughs> I don't know like, about the perfumes and the mints. Did you give them a dollar after you I, left? I, I was hoping I would. Uh, I was hoping they were going to give me the dollar. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When it came down to it, um, <laughs> the perfume and cologne on the counter, I think, was just their day to day. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, um, just but I, there. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's just their home. Okay. Yeah. Their home. Um, but <laughs> definitely have been to uh, a lot of a lot of homes mm-hmm. and places um, where there has been a variety, you know, of selection mm-hmm. to choose from. And usually it's kind of like placed out on like a big dresser or on the mm-hmm. nightstand by the bed, you know, have yeah. all their little things set up for when I arrive and I enjoy that very much. I appreciate that because they're thinking ahead. You know, I appreciate Mm -hmm. 
giving me options, giving yeah. us options to have a great time. Yes, exactly. And yeah. too, because, you know, we've all heard about like the stereotype. Well, if you haven't, but like the stereotype of like tops, like not being good hosts and kind of just like, you know, having like a bed on the floor and being like, all right, you ready to fuck? <laughs> Some of you that know. is true. Okay. But that's right. <laughs> 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 that's what I'm gonna say. Is that true? Uh, because yes, is that the more, of, <laughs> more those situations? Okay. <laughs> uh, I find that the older that I am getting, the more you know, the uh, the more that men, at least around my age or older, mm-hmm. have you know, like that common courtesy already, like set up and know okay. what needs to be there what you know should be provided for like Mm -hmm. I love you know going to somebody's house and being offered a bottled water and Mm -hmm. having options you know for lubricants and condoms and things like that you know Uh, background music all of those things play a key part into having great anal sex Mm-hmm. Okay, ambiance. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Straight men, take notes. Jesus fucking Christ. I've never gotten a bottle of water. That's <laughs> true. I've left I've That's left true. hookups like fucking parched. I know. Um, you know, mm-hmm. like it doesn't mm-hmm. take that much. Like you had a whole pack of like Miller Lite or some shit, but you couldn't like have some a Brita. Like just get a Brita. Yeah, just something. Yeah. Fill it up mm-hmm. and like save it. Save it for the next time someone comes over. You know? Right. It's yeah. the thoughtfulness. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. I like that. Okay. Oh, so... But now to get to the the one we know he likes most, which is the yes. oil based. So yes. How oh did you God. find out about it? Tell us about it. <sighs> I, <laughs> it's like a breath of fresh air. <laughs> I know. Let me tell you guys, oil based <laughs> lubricants. Okay. Well, tell us first what is yeah. the kind? Like, what what is your preference when we're talking about oil based? Like, I know which one because I'm a very close friend and I know which one you like, but what do you like? What's your oil-based product of choice? Yes. So my oil-based product is coconut oil. Ooh. Love it. Um, I've also dabbled out a little bit into like sesame oil, almond oil. Oh, uh, I love the smell of almond oil. Yes. <laughs> really good. Um, but my number one go-to is coconut oil. Okay. I love it. Only five ninety nine at Trader Joe's. Yeah. That's, a, that's a great option. Yeah. Does it need to be organic, cold pressed? You know, is there? Oh, does mm. it matter? You know what I mean? Mm, I'd have to say, I don't necessarily think that matters. I think okay. I already buy that anyways. Ah, uh, yeah. So he's a bougie bitch. Just, yes, yeah. I'm already there. <laughs> Yeah, right. He's like, that's a given. Yeah, okay. that's what he started yeah. with. So, right. <laughs> yeah. Anything else is just subpar. So. Oh, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> when you start your standard so high, there's no going down from that, you know? So, right. okay. Touche. Touche. Awesome. Okay, cool. So, yeah. So, how did you find out about it? Did you like, like, you know, was this a recommendation from a friend or because I know you like to lather yourself in coconut oil in general? <laughs> that's so, true. was it just yes. also on the nightstand and you were like, I, hmm. this, the thought had not crossed my mind until I think it was maybe about four or five years ago. Um, one of my coworkers had brought it up to me that they used that, you know, used an, like an oil. And I was like, oh, I never even thought of that. And I was like, okay, let me give it a go. And from the moment I first did that, oh my God. 
It was off to the valley love. <laughs> love with the coconut oil. So then I started looking it up and I was like, okay, this has like, you know, more than one benefit. I was like, it's a great lubricant. Mm-hmm. It doesn't leave you super sticky and like with a bunch of buildup, like, right. um, like the silicone based lubricants. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't dry out super fast like water based lubricants do. Um, so, you know, it's, right. it's a really, really great happy medium. Also, mm-hmm. side note, coconut oil has antibacterial properties. So love that as well as nourishing and moisturizing the skin while all enjoying a great time of anal sex. Oh, oh my gosh. I know. I'm like (laughs) writing this down, bitch. Okay. Because also we didn't take a poll. So just to be clear, has ever podcast have anal sex? I.e. you, Morgan, have you had anal sex? I haven't. No. Oh, really? You've Mm -hmm. never tried it? No. Has anyone ever? I mean, most Um, oh, uh, there's like some play there, but, um, not, yeah, not like penetrative sex because as I've said multiple times, I haven't really been with anyone in a more long-term capacity. And I just feel like you have to be a little more comfortable. It's just something I haven't done before, you know, Mm. like, okay. Okay. So, Mm, you know, okay. Didn't know that. I'm open to it. Oh, you're going to be open. All right. Uh, That's step one, honey. We'll get there. Right. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but uh, no, the reason I ask is because, yeah, we're like, obviously we have this guest and we want all the expertise from Jose. But I was going to say, like the first time I tried anal sex, one, I was not as comfortable as it probably should have been. But I was like, I'm a wild girl. Like, let's try this shit. But we tried with a water-based lube. Mm. And when Jose said that it dries up quicker, I was like, that was it. Because by like pump four or five, I was like, it's starting to feel like we didn't use lube. And I remember like asking, like, did, did you use the lube? Like I gave it to you for a reason. You know what I mean? Um, also never leave a straight man in charge. Like he didn't know what to do. I'm pretty (laughs) sure he like squirted it on three fingertips and was like, all right, let's go. Like, you know, Mm. so that was also a no go. But (laughs) now that I've been trying it more, I noticed because so me and my current partner, we, um, (laughs) we do like anal sex and we use uh, the water-based, but it just seems like we have to reapply it multiple times. So I'm going to take a tip from this. I'm going to try the coconut oil. This is interesting. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. yeah. It definitely, definitely gives you some longevity mm. in, in your playtime. Have you tried any like oil-based lubricants specifically for like sex play or has it always mm. just been like coconut oil or like what you what else did you say almond oil sesame oil mm-hmm. you know you can um, buy those at the store for food purposes yeah. for you know body oil purposes but like yes so generally have you gone I, and purchased an oil-based lubricant specifically for sex i don't think i purchased one um or used did. one i should say yeah uh okay. used one yes like how we were talking about when you you know have a regular hookup or some you know doesn't have to be regular but somebody who has you know uh a variety of options um you know i would always end up choosing that oil-based lubricant um, Mm. that they have um for myself it wasn't really like i just never found the necessity out of going and purchasing an Mm -hmm. oil-based lube because if i just 
by the body oil jar of coconut oil. I can moisturize my body as well as I, you know, knowing that I have it on standby on the nightstand for any necessary hookup. Mm, yeah, we love you a multi-purpose queen. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Efficient. It is. It, it is efficient. Yeah. One less yes. trip. <laughs> exactly. It's a combo, two and one. Either yes. during the day and at night. Oh, look at him. <laughs> um, side note, don't get water in your coconut oil. Cause it can it can get um it can like grow bacteria. Oh, ew. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Just FYI, people, if you keep it in the bathroom. Cause I used to use it after the shower mm. to moisturize. And then I was like, what is this weird stuff in here? And I looked it up mm. and I was like, oh gross. So yeah, and then you threw it out. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. No, and then I put it on. I was just like, oh, gotta dry my hands first. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the word to the wise. If you're using it multi-purpose, as we've stated, make right. sure you're keeping it dry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it in the bedroom. Yes. Keep it, right. Keep it in the bedroom. Where it belongs. Keep yeah. it by the vanity, you know. <laughs> oh, love that. All right. Well, let's see what this article says, because there was a specific section for lubes for anal sex. So just to wrap up this section, it says lubrication is recommended for anal sex since the anal canal does not produce fluid to help ease penetration. Mm -hmm. Plus, the tight muscle sphincter at the entrance of the anus offers much more resistance than the vagina, which is full of folds and stretchable tissue. Mm -hmm. So using a personal lubricant can also make anal sex safer using a water-based lubricant decreases the chances of condom breakage while having anal sex and this actually says in contrast to oil-based lubricants or saliva which both increase the chances of condom breakage during sex oh interesting so i think that goes back to the oil-based um having a higher chance of breaking the condom um so well, it says, yeah, because our our saliva is kind of corrosive, isn't it? Like you yes. know, like it has en- enzymes in it. Mm, that, okay, you know that normally we use to break down foods, and oh, so it sense. it can break down the latex oh. on the condom, oh, or yeah. at least create a higher risk for it. Okay, there you go. So spitting on it ain't ain't gonna get you the desired results that you think. <laughs> <laughs> right. Talk up, boys. Okay, all you tops out there, listen. <laughs> Get yourself some coconut oil and stop breaking condoms. Uh. All right. <laughs> so the chances of the condom slipping off during anal sex are also related to lubrication. Applying lubrication to the outside of the condom can decrease chances of slippage, while applying lubrication to the inside of the condom can increase chances of slippage. Mm. So I know I didn't think about using lubrication on the inside of the condom. Is that a pretty common thing? Mm. Anyone? No, I mean, I maybe, know. but maybe not. I don't know. I generally. I mean, they said not it like in this article. So I was like, is that being up a dick before I put a condom on it? But also, too, I'm not the one putting it on. So <laughs> Fair. he's a pillow princess. Yes. (laughs) In every capacity. Right. I mean, like I said, I think a lot of times why lube could already be on the penis is because or on the toy or whatever, um, but usually on the penis. But it's because you're um, like any like foreplay, right? Like if you're giving him a Mm handjob first or 
Um, oh, that's yeah. a good point. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah. Or using yeah. a sex toy on him, right? Like using a flashlight or something like you're playing around first. So there's going to be lube already on the dick. And so you might not necessarily just be putting it on to have it under the condom. It just might be under the condom because you're doing other stuff. And then it led to anal sex, you know? Mm, um, yeah, so for me, really good point. yeah. And for me, like, like, you know, if you're not having sex or vaginal sex um, and there's no lubricant down there, like I said, sometimes like the condom, like if you take it out, usually it has like a little bit of, is that lube that's already on the condom that makes it like, you know, like, yes whatever it yes. is. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so sometimes I feel like they don't like some of them have a lot of it. You know, you open the condom and that shit's squirting before you do. You know, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> you know? you're like trying to get it on the dick, but some of them aren't as like uh, lubricated already. And so I would add like a little bit, like I said, you know, kind of put it on the dick first. I'm like painting it. I don't know why, but, and then I would put the <laughs> condom on after to kind of slip it on there. Yeah. I need like a banana demonstration right oh, now. To, like, right. <laughs> We said we needed better sex ed. I'm just saying. Uh, I don't know. Right. Yeah. We did. Everything we're talking about, we did not learn. Right? About. It was all trial and error, baby. It was. It was. Maybe. Yeah. Sweet little rosebuds were exposed to way too much. (laughs) (laughs) So last little note I found in this. Um the anus has a more neutral acidity level with pH being 5.5 to 7. So try and pick a lube appropriately. Oh. So lubes have a pH balance listed. So the vagina has a certain pH balance. So if you're looking for a lube, look for something that's closer to the pH of a vagina. And the anus also has an acidity level with the pH of 5.5 to 7. So if you are shopping around for lubes, you can look at the pH level and you should find something in that range. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. I'm just hearing about this right now. I know. Okay, the more you know. (laughs) You're always learning. We really are. (laughs) (laughs) That's so interesting. So I wonder if coconut oil itself like has like a standard level let's do a quick side google yeah it could Uh, could. okay (laughs) so no that's a great point uh great recommendation jose because the ph level in coconut oil is 5.5 perfect match made in anal sex heaven this is yes (laughs) (laughs) and that's why the winner people (laughs) right we found the winner that is true (laughs) all right so let's talk a little bit about how to have anal sex in seven steps oh (laughs) should i be taking notes we'll see yes jose you let us know if these steps are accurate you can be the judge here okay all right so it starts off with the decision the decision to try anal sex should begin with an open conversation with your partner. That's the thing. I haven't had a partner that I've had to have an open conversation about anal sex with. I think that's, you know, one day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Unless it's a given, right? Like, yeah. Unless it's a given. Unless it's a given. Right. No, I'm just saying me specifically because Mm -hmm. I haven't done it yet. So start with anal training, which is the exercise of building your tolerance for anal penetration. Typically with the use of fingers or sex toys. Once your partner consents to anal sex, here's how to make it a positive and safe experience. Mm. All righty? Yeah. 
So number one, ease into anal play. If you're the receptive partner, again, also called the bottom, it says in this article specifically. So, (laughs) (laughs) and you've never tried anal penetration before. First experiment with anal play during masturbation, using your fingers or a small sex toy. Um, And then after you get comfortable on your own, let your partner pleasure you in the same manner so you can get on the same page about your likes and dislikes. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Definitely agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. So then number two is practice anal hygiene. So, yeah, the receptive partner should, the bottom, should (laughs) try to have a bowel movement around an hour before anal sex and then wash the anal region with soap and water. The bottom can also use an enema one to two hours beforehand to clean out the lower portion of their rectum. Hmm. Do you think this Hmm. is a good timeline? I think for some people, yes, that makes 100% sense. Um, In my case, uh, this is just because I know my body. I know how when my bowel movements are coming, you know, usually 99.9% of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, The whole like hour before, hour, two hours before, you know, it's not necessarily my standard. Um, I know when I'm ready and when I'm not. So I usually just go based off of that. Hmm. Is it usually longer than an hour to two hours before? Like, do you prep like before that, you know, like maybe a few hours before or even shorter? Yeah, it could. No, even much longer. Like, okay. Okay. You know, it could be a whole, like the whole day, the whole 12 hour span of a daytime, you know, has gone by, but I know I'm still ready. Like Mm. I'm still good to go. She stay ready. Love she that. does. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, but now I have a question. So since you need more time, but we always know we don't always know like when the hookups are going to happen, right? Like sometimes you're just like, you know what? It's like ten thirty, but something might happen at like eleven fifteen. So can you get ready quickly, or do you always just stay ready? Um, let's see. You can get ready quickly. Okay. Um, you can definitely, uh, like she, we pointed out, do the enema. Okay. Um, or, you know, a lot of people have, uh, what are they called again? I can't even oh, douching. Yeah. Douching. Yeah. Mm. See, like this, is, I don't even like, I forget what they're called sometimes because I don't quite use them that often. I'm oh. like, I'm very much on a regular schedule that, mm. you know, I know yeah. for the most part, I'm always ready to go, but yeah, you can definitely use like a douche to, to cleanse out, um, you know, you don't create much force so that the water doesn't go up so high because then that's going to, you know, bring a lot more back down. Mm, um, yeah. So you have to be quite precise in that sense of how yes. you douche. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Jose <laughs> showed me how to douche for the first time when we were living together. Um, not literally. He wasn't in the bathroom with me, but he was like. <laughs> we were on we FaceTime. Ha- I know. <laughs> <laughs> that was a doorway. he was like this is how you do it and I was like so I have to like bend over and he was like yes you need to like get in touch and I was like okay so I'm like you know set up and I'm trying to like remember all the steps and uh, he was a good teacher I'll say that I just wasn't the best student I was like I don't think I'm ready for this Uh, (laughs) but since then his tips have come in handy he is um very uh 
he's an expert when it comes to these things. So the douching came later, but I was like, I don't think it's going to be tonight, um, but I figured it out later. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not always required though, like because you're on a regular schedule. Cause this is saying you could have a bowel movement. What? A couple hours around an hour before, and then just wash with soap and water. That would yeah, suffice so as like, well. Some people, yeah, because other people, you know, other people are more regular in a sense, like maybe they go two or three times in a day. And so, you know, that extra little, like, you know, flush and like rinse off will, you know, do them good. Um, mm. It's it's not to say like, if I have the time, you know, and prep to like, mm-hmm be you know double triple check like yeah why not be as fresh as possible right um but for the most part i already know like if i've already you know rinsed out and i'm cleansed and i'm fresh and i'm good to go from the start of the day i know i'll be good at the end of the day oh okay interesting nice good to know all right So number three is use protection. (laughs) The risk of transmitting an STI is higher during anal sex than other types of sex. So it's good to use a condom during anal intercourse and a dental dam when engaging in rimming and other types of oral anal play. Okay. Jose shook his head. This is (laughs) is an audio medium for some people. So I'm just going to narrate for a second. Yes. Right. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that, Jose? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you know, I definitely, uh, I definitely promote safe sex. Um, you know, I just as a human being and as a healthcare professional, do what is safe, do what's best for you, you know, keep yourself low risk. Um, mm-hmm. Always promote that, you know, right. But, but it's kind of one of them, but do it's one of those them? things that's like, <laughs> you know, uh do as i say not do as, do as I, I say not as i do yeah. yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> i fall into that category a little bit because i definitely for the for the for the majority of like let's just say the first five years six years of of um having sex and and being being with uh, you know other other men Mm -hmm. and having anal sex, I did use, um, I was always 100% safe, did use condoms, did use lube. It wasn't until, you know, I got a little bit more comfortable with myself with, you know, uh, understanding, fact checking the people that I'm with, that I'll be Mm -hmm. sleeping with, that I'll be having a good time with, um, you know, that I did try. having sex without condoms and there is something to that where, you know, it feels different. I will say that it feels different. (sighs) And it's annoying. (laughs) And it's annoying. It is. It is. is. Have you ever tried the ribbed condoms? I would say yes. Mm -hmm. Um, they do have a, a a nice texture to them, a good feeling. Okay. Um, so I don't knock that. Like, yeah, they're good options. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but again, still not the same. <laughs> still not the same. Yes. 
We're going to keep coming full circle. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. But like, legally, still stands. Yeah. Right. Legally, he is a proponent of low risk uh, condoms every time. But dental dams, are those like the things, is it's like a really thin type of like condom? Is that just for vaginal use or because it's said for anal sex. So is that like if you want to like give somebody like a rim job, but you don't yeah, want to like right. put your mouth? So oh. it said the dental dam you can use for rimming or other types of oral play. Interesting. Okay. For the I've anus. never used yeah. a dental dam. Yeah. Never. Yeah. No, this is the first time I had heard of it specifically used for anal. Right. But I've heard, I know of them. Because of, you know, um, going down on a woman, like, yeah, I mean, vagina. yeah, I've heard of them like colloquially, but I've never right. actually met anyone that used a dental dam. I've never used one. Right. Um, that's, oh yeah, maybe we'll uh, cover that on another episode. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know if I can recommend or, you know, not recommend. <laughs> right. Yeah. But safe sex, <laughs> safe, safe sex safe and sex. consent yes. above all. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, I think if you're not going to use protection, then you probably have to be more open to the conversation about when's the last time you got tested, things right. like that. Yes. Right. And generally speaking, when, at least in my experience, mm-hmm. um, having that conversation with somebody who you'll be, you know, hooking up with just once or over a span of time, you know, um, having that conversation, at least as a gay man with another gay or bi man, like, mm-hmm. is very easy. Mm-hmm you know yeah yeah Yeah. that's good that's good Mm -hmm. open communication that's true true. and it should be more normalized in the straight community um Mm -hmm. yes that was a huge thing when i met my current partner like when we first started talking he brought it up multiple times you know and at first he was like i know sometimes people find it weird you know and i'm like that's really sad because it is Mm -hmm. way more normalized in the gay community which you know with obvious like history to it as well you know like when the AIDS epidemic hit, like people were like, oh, it's only gay people. Like they're having butt sex and that's how they get it. And it's, that's not true. You can get AIDS and HIV just like anybody else. Everyone is susceptible um, and no shade, right? Like there's no, nothing wrong with that. Like you shouldn't be ashamed to share your status, but at the same time, like if you are hiding from those conversations, which a lot of straight men do like, oh no, I'm clean. Like my dick looks fine. Okay. That's not how all STDs and STIs work. Like, yep. (laughs) There can be a lot of things going behind this, going on behind the scenes that you don't know about. So I will say that was one of the most attractive things. That was actually honestly a turn on, right? Like a lot of women need that, like, you know, um, that emotional connection or, you know, like that, um, you know, horny of the mind or something. I don't know what they call it, you know, but yeah. you yeah. need that. And to me, that was sexy because I was like, thank you. You're like looking out for me. Like you actually care about my well-being, like past our sexual interaction, you know, right. so it's, yes. it's a good thing. Talk about it. It is a good thing. I love that. I've mm-hmm. been, you know, quite a few experiences where you had that conversation and then somebody, you know, shows you like on their phone through their healthcare mm-hmm. app, you know, date of last test result and, you know, the result, you know, negative, positive, whatever the case is, but is, you know, open and willing to do so even before, you know, the sex commences. I'm like, that's a huge turn on to me. I'm like, yes, show me your negative result and I'll show you mine and let's fucking hit it. Yes. (laughs) I have been in a a few instances where it, you know, that's happened. And I'm like, oh my God, that just puts it over the top for me. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. I appreciate honesty above all else. Yes. 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 Love that. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right. So the next one is begin with foreplay. Make sure the bottom is loosened up and ready for penetration. Engage in some anal foreplay like rimming or light lube massage so that the bottom sphincter muscles relax enough for penetration to be comfortable. Mm. Yes, 100% agree with that. Do you think it's always necessary? Are there times where you're like, let's just fucking do it? Yeah. No, yeah, there's times like that too. There's times where, you know, it's just like, I'm in that moment and it needs to happen right here and now. Um, Usually I kind of, you know, you kind of already have a sense of like what you're getting yourself into. Mm. So I know if I'm already getting, if I want to get straight to the point, Mm -hmm. I will, you know, massage, penetrate myself prior to oh. relax, you know, to relax to so that I know I'm ready to go. Oh, so that oh. I won't be so tight and tense. Like so but if I know that there, you know, this you know little endeavor is gonna have some longevity to it, then mm. by all means I want you to participate in that in that mm. part. Oh that's interesting. Mm. A little self foreplay before you get into it. I like that. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you yeah. know how to relax yourself better than anyone, right? Like, like you said, yes. like every cookie is not going to be, you know, everything and more. It's like, if I know mm-hmm. I want that dick, you know, I know I want that dick. So like, I'm going to rub it around, get it ready. And then, you know, when you slide in, it's all working. Right. <laughs> coconut You're oil just go. on in. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God for coconut oil. <laughs> episode is not sponsored by coconut oil but we'd love to (laughs) we'd love to partner right (laughs) (laughs) all right so the next one is use lots of lube Mm. coconut oil come on now yeah so the anus does not produce its own lubrication, as we've said. So it's crucial to use plenty of lube. Both silicone-based lube and water-based lube are safe with latex condoms, like we said. But sili- uh, but silicone-based lube lasts longer. Um, mm. Again, if you're using a silicone toy, use water-based and vice versa. Um, lubricate the rim of the anus and then the inside as well. Mm. You can make the application p- process part of your foreplay. Yes. Want, yeah. Make the coconut oil part of it. You know, yes. <laughs> that is something that also too, with like the releasing the tension, you know, if I'm doing that myself prior, because I know what's going to happen, mm. um, that, that is a part of the, the process, you know, like I do like to make sure that I am already oiled up on the inside and ready to go and lightly on the outside before I even meet said person. Oh, interesting. So that all, you know, once we get going, yeah, the part of just, you know, you put some oil on your dick and mm-hmm. then you can, you know, rub it, play with it, however, on the outside yeah. of the anus. And then, you know, inside's already ready to go. I don't yeah. have to worry about that. The inside's already decorated, baby. She's mm-hmm. got to come on in. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that. And that comes from trial and error because I've done it. I remember previously, uh, you know, maybe the guy doesn't know how to put how much oil to put on, puts a little mm-hmm. less, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it's all oiled up on his dick. But mm-hmm. as it's penetrating in and out, we're, you know, we're going to lose some of that. 
And mm-hmm. so it can make it a little bit tighter, a little bit more uncomfortable on the inside mm-hmm. for myself or as another bottom. And so, you know, that was one of those experiences where I'm like, okay, I can just go ahead and do this myself Interesting. before so right. that I know, you know, we're not going to have any like owl moments. Oh, interesting. Mm. That's a good point. Yeah, so, that is a good note. But I was thinking about something. So I was watching Uncoupled on Netflix. I don't know if you've either of you have seen it, but it's with it's starring Neil Patrick Harris and him and his boyfriend mm-hmm. break up. They've been together for like ever. And I did break start up. watching it. I watched like yes. the first two episodes for now. Oh, it's okay. Okay. It's I don't want to ruin too much. I'll just series? tell you. Huh? Is it a series? Yeah, it's a, yeah. Well, yeah. yes. I don't know if they've gotten the green light on a second okay. season yet. Um, but there was a season or there was an episode that I wanted to mention because he's like basically thrown out into the dating game, right? So he like gets a grinder and like figures out like he has to like get his nudes together and everything. But the funniest <laughs> part is when he is about to have sex with like this really hot doctor. And so he's like perfect guy, you know, like they're dating, whatever. And so they go back to the bedroom to have sex for the first time. And he's like, oh, my gosh, sorry, I'm nervous. Like, I haven't had sex with somebody new in so long. And he's like, oh, it's fine. Like, uh, he was like, I actually am a doctor. So I have like Botox shots. And so like, I can give you like a slight pinch. He was like, and I can give you a Botox shot and it'll like loosen your sphincter. Because like the guy is basically like a little bit too big for him. And so it's like this really funny scene, of course. Right. But he's like, no, sorry, I don't want Botox in my ass. Like, I can't do this. This is too much. And so he like leaves, you know, it's like this whole funny moment. But I was like, oh, my gosh, is that like a real thing? Like, I haven't done research on it, but I was like, this is like some next level shit because I feel like I could I could use a Botox shot. Like, if that's an option and I could just like have that sphincter just kind of turned off, basically, like it's kind of like, yeah, like uh, kind of turned off in a way so that you don't have to worry about that initial like, oh, that like that tension. Hmm. That was interesting to me. So I don't know if you've ever heard of that, Jose. I, I have ask. not. That is new to me. But also, too, that brings, you know, a little concern. Because what about later? Botox I, is going to last. And I had the same thought. <laughs> What's going to happen like, in two hours after the encounter? You know, right, like, right. yeah. Am I just going to be a little too relaxed? An accident's <laughs> going to occur. <laughs> that's literally what he, that risk. right that's literally what he says and he's like oh no it's a very low dose you know like again i don't want to ruin it so if you haven't seen it please watch it it's fucking hilarious but that's exactly what he what he says he was like i don't want to have a loose butthole you know like he's like talking to him about it and i was like yeah like this encounter at best is lasting like an hour like let's be real here you know like that's like all foreplay included so i just thought about that i was like that might be a little bit too intense but also if we got the dosage right, you know, I'm willing to, I'm willing to dabble. I'll just say that. I'm willing, I'm willing to dabble. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. We'll have to look that one up. Yes. Yes. See if that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so number six is choose an anal position. Though doggy style may seem like the go-to anal sex position, it may not be as comfortable as other anal sex positions for those who are new to anal sex. First, try lying side by side with the top spooning the bottom or have the bottom lie on their stomach with the top behind them. So, Jose. The first (laughs) one I can tell you right now. Doggy style? No. Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. The spooning. Okay, the spooning. The spooning position, yes. That was the position in which I still remember. I don't remember his name, but. 
I remember the position. The very, <laughs> very first time I had uh, anal sex, it was oh. in a lying on your side, little spoon, big spoon okay. position. And that was a, you know, created a really good experience, at okay. least for, you know, the first time. Yeah. Um, comfortable. Yeah, comfortable. Definitely. Um, okay. It was also a friend a very good friend who's also been on this podcast who gave me the tip of being the one to position myself on top of my partner so that you have the advantage of, you know, creating that like slide in moment and being able to relax as you do. So you're in control of the movements while your partner is laying on his back. Mm -hmm. um and you're Ah. sitting on top so you have the control and the of the the pace yes yes okay so i think this falls into the realm of power bottom i think so (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know like i still want to be penetrated but i'm gonna like control how much how little how much goes in right how far yeah yeah it gives you the control especially i suggest when you're when you're new Mm, okay a fresh little young gay boy <laughs> take note you want to be sitting on top first it'll give you it'll give you the comfort it'll give you the ease it'll give you that security of like knowing you know how much you can handle and mm-hmm. you know if you need to stop if you need to revert and then go back mm-hmm. you know you have that ability to do so and creating a more comfortable experience for you and your partner versus having a partner behind you and giving, you know, you trying to, you know, tell them to stop or putting your hand (laughs) behind you and, you know, (laughs) that creates more tension. So, right. right. Oh, that's a good point. So Morgan, we talked about this on an episode, remember, because I wrote it down. I was like, um, because whatever episode we were talking about, it was like, when you lay on your back, if you're like, if you want to have anal sex, if you lay on your back and lift your legs up, like in like the fetal position almost mm-hmm. um, it like relaxes your sphinct- your sphincter muscle and it makes it easier for the um, you know, penis or sex toy or whatever to go in and out. Like it, it makes it an easier motion and a more pleasurable yeah. supposedly. Um, and so that was huge for me because I was like, that's the biggest thing. I was like, we were trying when, when we first started me and my current partner, like we were trying it just like missionary, like, okay, like this is how we have vaginal sex, like traditionally. So like, what can we do to kind of mimic that? And so we tried that and I was like, this doesn't feel great. I don't like it at a, you know, it just wasn't for me. And then we tried doggy style and I was like, whoa, buddy, <laughs> this is a lot in my vagina. It's way too much for my anus. I could not handle it. <laughs> So, but pulling my legs back actually really helped because it like, just the way that my anus was like, kind of like stretched a little bit already. It kind of took away that initial, like, no, like nothing's supposed to go up there. It was like, okay. I was already kind of like in a way open, not like, you know what I mean? But right. So interesting. Creating the space for it. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I haven't tried on top. That's a, that's a note I'm taking for another time. That's, yeah, everyone take a note. That was not in the notes in the yeah. research. So I told you Jose was going to drop some some little nuggets of knowledge on us today. So, <laughs> and number seven, keep an open line of communication. Mm. If you're the giving partner, start slow and be gentle. 
So like Jose yeah. saying, maybe doggy style isn't the way to start. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, only increasing intensity when the receiver is loosened up and enjoying themselves. If you're the receiver, give your partner feedback so they're aware of how you're feeling and always tell your partner to stop if you experience discomfort. Mm. Yeah, I agree with all of those things. Um, yeah. Definitely as as uh, a bottom most of the time, you know, 99% of the time. Um, that is the way that I enjoy my sex. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something I built up over time, the confidence to let my partner know to be able to have that open communication and to let them know a little bit, you know, how it's going to go down because mm. that makes me feel comfortable. Mm. So, you know, I just recall having sex, you know, earlier in life in my early twenties and thinking like, Oh, you know, the top has all the power and says what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. And that never, you know, made me feel at ease. So you know, once I started owning myself, owning, you know, how I deserve to have sex and be pleasured and, and, you know, have that reciprocated, like Mm -hmm. it, you know, it really took off from there. And then Mm. was able to create more sexual experiences that were a little bit satisfying. And yeah, a little bit more remarkable than, than not. Yes. Love an empowered queen. Okay. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So true. Yeah. You have to be very clear. Yeah. Communication is tough, especially if it's a hookup. Sometimes you might feel rushed or you might feel intimidated, you know, Mm -hmm. like how much can I say, you know, but honestly, Mm -hmm. the limit does not exist. Look, Mm -mm. a lot of these men out here need to be told what to do. Like, yes, they do. Step by step. Mm-hmm. one finger and then two why are you trying to put in two at the same time <laughs> or three or four yeah <laughs> yeah no. exactly yeah mm-hmm. the, that's the thing I think a lot of times I've experienced this I think a lot of times in uh, just like the average guy that's like having sex I think that they think fingering needs to mimic their dick but that's not like the point. Like fingering is foreplay for a reason. It's not so that you can like stuff it all in. It's so that you can like ease into one finger and then two fingers if it feels good, right? Like build right. up. I'm not saying that you can't, you know, if like fisting, if you're into it, like do it, but you don't just like go right in. Like you, you need to build up to it. And sometimes yeah. I think that like, yeah, fingering and like foreplay is kind of confused with like, this should be exactly like sex. So you're ready for sex. It's like, no, you start at step one and you build up, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. communication on that part is very crucial. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Never be afraid to speak up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I do want to mention, because again, like I said, uh, Jose and another friend that we also had on the podcast, we're just going to say his name, it's Eli. Uh, <laughs> <but> we had <laughs> on the podcast and um, you two were my, you know, shamans into anal sex because I was like, Look, I've tried it before with like hookups. It it just wasn't a good experience. And it wasn't that it was like a bad experience. It was just not something that I wanted to repeat. But with my current partner, he's like all about it. When we first got together, he like sent me sex toys. He was like, I want you to like see how you like it, you know, before we even met. So Ooh. I was like trying out toys on myself. Yeah, it was yes. very sexy. It was all good things. Trust me. <laughs> Everyone needs a bit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> 
But he like literally sent me toys. He was like, I want you to like, see if you actually like it without anybody else even there. Like, does it feel pleasurable to you? Because it's not just going to magically be pleasurable when somebody else is in the room. It's probably going to be more nerve wracking, you know? So I tried it myself and I was like, okay, I could dabble with this. Like, it's fun, you know? But I remember like calling Jose and I was like, oh, you know, like it's fun. But like, I, I get, always get like a little bit nervous. I get in my head and then it just, I feel like I shut down completely. And Jose was like, okay, well, like try poppers. And I was like, ooh, what's poppers? Like, what is this? You know, I'm thinking it's like a type of lube or something. He's like, no, it's like this thing. So, you know, uh, yes. if you know what it is, if you know, you know, we'll just say that. You know, you yeah. know. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay. And he's like, yeah, like, you know, before sex and then like ease into it, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, great. So the first time me and Ben like uh, want to have anal sex, I'm like, okay, great. Like I've got like the sex toys, you know, I've got like the poppers. And so like the sex toys are like sitting on the bed and I'm like, one moment, like, I'm just going to go freshen up, you know, (laughs) (laughs) so I go to the bathroom and I sniffed the poppers and like, I sniffed them way too much. And then like, I got really lightheaded. And so I go back into the bedroom and I'm like, okay, I think I'm ready. And he's like, oh, okay. Like, are you, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, hey, I'm okay. Like, this is how it's supposed to feel. And so we start to try to do it. And I'm like, almost on the verge of like gagging. I'm like, okay, wait, I'm getting like too lightheaded. Like the room is spinning. And he's like, what did you go and do? And I was like, I'm following directions. Like I was just like, <laughs> Oh did my not God. work the way it was supposed to so then like way later it had to be like two months later or something like we're talking about it just in conversation and Eli's like oh yeah like you know poppers blah 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 and I'm like yeah they do not work like that's some bullshit I was like Jose told me to use it and that was some bullshit and he was like how did you use it and I explained it to him and he's like no it's supposed yeah. to be like right before like like bedroom bed bedside table uh, like you oh I had thought that was a given <laughs> <laughs> no I didn't think Ryan was going to create this little picture that she had to go pop into the restroom, do yes. the fire. And no, they were supposed to be used by both parties while yeah. in a horizontal position. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, so I'm like spraying, any, you know, I'm using it like young ones out there. Right, yeah. <laughs> note, you want to be lying down. Okay. <laughs> See, that was a very important and crucial point that I did not uh, know. I'm thinking I'm like freshen up, like spray my perfume, sniff them. Okay, I'm ready. No, that was not how it worked out. And uh, I will say I, it was a user error that was on that was on me. <laughs> ah, but yes, so all advice that has been given to me has been good advice. It's just again, use at your own discretion. You need to know what you're getting into. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. <sighs> all right. Well, you know. We've talked so much about anal sex, but I thought, why not throw in a little bonus? Oh, we love a good bonus. Let's talk about rimming. (laughs) Big bonus. (laughs) Rimming. All right. So rimming, ass licking, or analingus, if we want to use its Christian name. (laughs) Or just use Jose's tongue, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Or his big juicy lips. Yeah. Oh, there they are. There they are. (laughs) So, or simply a rim job involves licking, penetrating with the tongue, sucking, kissing, or otherwise orally stimulating your partner's bum. Thank you. (laughs) So despite the misconceptions out there, rimming is not merely a stop on the road to anal sex. It's a fun sexual activity in its own right that can be enjoyed by people of all gender and sexual identities. Mm. Yes, it can. Yeah. If they so wish. 
<laughs> Some people <laughs> might consider it the main sex act of the day, while others might view it as preparation for anal sex. Ooh. It's totally up to the individual and their partner, obviously. Yeah, definitely. So we got a few more steps here. <laughs> what do we do first? We clean the area. <laughs> <laughs> So once you've decided that rimming is something you'd like to try, it's time to prep for both of your benefits. It's a good mm-hmm. idea to have a clean, a thorough clean before you begin. This can be a bath or a shower or anal douching, as we talked about. It doesn't matter. Just make sure you do it. Mm. <laughs> this next one. So trim your pubic hair if you want. So it says, for some reason, a lot of people who choose to trim their pubic hair seem to forget that it grows much farther than the perineum. (laughs) Most people have a hairy butthole, even if it's just a straggler or two. (laughs) Um, Escape it all, you know, landscape it all. (laughs) Right. But I'd be nervous to to get my razor right back there. The skin around your butthole is so sensitive. Yeah. We don't use the razor. We use Nair. I know, but I haven't oh. used Nair down there at all because we've had this. Jose and I have this conversation a lot. <laughs> a lot. Um, <laughs> I am nervous to use Nair down there because obviously I don't want it to get into my vagina because I feel like one, it'll burn. And two, I don't know. You know, it's a very sensitive like pH area. Have you used Nair on your vagina? Ryan? Yeah, I've used it. It doesn't burn. I or mean, I've never around. gotten it. Yeah, around exactly. I've never gotten it in my vagina. Um, okay, but you I've can used also it just get on it on your butthole, right? Yeah, on your butthole. Have you? Um, oh, me? Yeah, yes, on accident, okay. but it did clear out all the hair. <laughs> <laughs> but it worked out great. <laughs> exactly. I was like, oh, I didn't know that was all back there. That's a surprising amount of hair. I'm just gonna be honest. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. most people you do. You never really know. Yeah, yeah. Read, right. Yeah, until we Even got our Brazilian, like a less hairy person. I do notice. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I thought it was all smooth, but I was like, oh, there are, there is some hair back there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Like- I wouldn't have thought Jose would have hair on his butthole. Between, <laughs> just so you guys know, between the three of us, Jose is the least hairy. Yes. Just so yes. to clarify. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Just so mm-hmm. everyone knows exactly what we're working with here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Jose has very fine, very light hair and some, and mostly no hair in a lot of places. Ow, I bit my tongue. <laughs> yes. And mostly wait. no hair in a lot of places. <laughs> what were those called? Is he an otter, right? Isn't he an otter? Like a hairless? No. Um, he no, said no. Not okay. An otter. I'm, a, I'm a unicorn. <laughs> yes. Of course he is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a peacock. Yeah. There we go. Ah, he really are. is. He peacocks. So extra. Very hard. <laughs> very hard <laughs> but um I'm a I'm but a yeah <laughs> and he's a spinner too look at him see he wears it as a badge of honor morgan you just yes. gotta learn to it you know uh, what i'll be spinner for the right it. person but not Ooh. for some weirdo creeper at the bar who doesn't even have the courtesy to like say hello first you know Ooh. what i mean okay fair enough yeah yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Okay. right i'll give you that yeah <laughs> so <laughs> um step three and of course this has been included in every step be safe from stis Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yes. just general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one, add a flavored lube. Oh, yes. So oh, really? and not Ooh. even in, not even in the sense of you have to add a flavored lube. Yes, those are great. Um, but you can also use what you have lying around at the house. You got a little honey, 
You have a little agave? Oh, take a little quarter-sized amount and just, you know, massage it on, massage it it in. After you've, you know, cleansed and rinsed and prepped, then, you know, it's like a finishing touch, the cherry on top, you know? Literally. Cherry on your cherry. Yes. (laughs) Wow. Yes. Ooh, okay. Hmm. Look at agave. Mm -hmm. That's Yes, a little raw, organic, (laughs) non-GMO certified. (laughs) Really gets them going. I love this. You can buy everything you need at Whole Foods. Right. (laughs) Yes. Yes. The moral of the story. Yeah, for all your sex needs. Right. Whole Foods. Um, the next one. If you haven't one, got it by now, I love multi-purpose items. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We, we know. <laughs> like I put it in my coffee. I put it on my buttholes. Like it just depends on the day. It just depends on what I'm doing. <laughs> he said he always stays ready. So he does stay ready. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So step number five is start from the outside. Remember. Sex is about the journey, not the destination. Right. When it comes to rimming, the author of this article recommends roaming rather than setting your crack nav (laughs) to the quickest route. Don't make a beeline for the bee hole. Explore your partner's body as much as you can in other ways to excite their mind and awaken their skin. Start with the furthest points and work your way towards the bullseye. You can use a lickable massage oil or agave (laughs) and begin massaging, squeezing, licking, and kissing their bum cheeks and inner thighs. When you're ready to start getting closer to your aim, begin gently parting their cheeks so you can see their anus. For now, resist the temptation to touch it. You simply want to tease the area as close as you can with your fingers, lips, and mouth. So they're pretty much begging for it when you're done. A great tip to stimulate their actual anus without physical contact is to use your breath. Breath or breathe warm air over their bottom as a final tease before you make contact. Oh, okay, Morgan. Yes. You can read uh, six novels. Yes. <laughs> I'm practicing for my audiobook <laughs> career. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. We're here yes. for it. Yes. Yeah. And Jose taught me about the inner thighs. He taught me about that. Um, I was we going to say, so uh-huh. in that aspect, that is something that can lead to like a great sexual experience with your Ooh. partner. Ooh. As, as the bottom, I love to explore that whole, you know, the whole perineum region, mm. the whole crotch. Yeah. You want to start from the outer thighs. You want to kind of go in and then you want to go into the creases and then you want to come back out and around, you know? So as, as you know, I enjoy that part when I'm being pleasured. I love it. Everything you just said, Mm. you know, I love them working all around my big, beautiful, juicy ass. (laughs) (laughs) Of course he had to get that one in there. Yeah. (laughs) Stood up and turned around for the, for the visual. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. For all the audio listeners, he needs you to know it's, it's a good ass. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So the next one is experiment, experiment with different shapes, movement, pressure, and tongue shapes. 
-hmm. Some people love a firm lick with a broad, flat tongue, while others need the delicate tickle of the tip of the tongue circling their opening. Everyone is different. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Everyone is different. (laughs) I tend to, I tend to like more of the, the, the delicate caress, like the tip of the tongue. Yes. The tip of the tongue, the light kiss, the, you know, the breath, the breath breath. before contact. You know, I love a a delicate touch. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I don't maybe in this sense, I might, I haven't done it yet, but Morgan's like, give me the flat tongue. Ugh. I, know. Oh, I know. Circling it. Are you even, <laughs> I know. Yes. Stop breathing on it and just lick it already. She really would. I she would. told you she was dominant. <laughs> she reached their own. Oh, right. To each. The, there you go. To each their own. Yes. Love uh. it. <laughs> all right so the next one pay attention to your partner's body language oh yeah are they comfortable not comfortable obviously you know Mm -hmm. oh yeah um number seven use your hands Mm -hmm. for extra satisfying rim pleasure playing with two or more erogenous zones at the same time will really heighten the pleasure while your lips are busy with the rim job uh why not use your hands to stimulate other areas of their body reach up for their nipples penis clitoris or any other hot spot you know they like yes yeah definitely multitask you know right Mm -hmm. and it Mm -hmm. goes on to say if you can't reach then tell them to do it to themselves oh yeah exactly you see dirty talk is not just to get in the mood it's also to give instructions like use it to your advantage Mm -hmm. you know like moans are great but you know like a little higher oh yeah you know like adding add in some directions really give them like what you actually want instead of just like, Ooh, that feels good. Unless you just want it right there. But right. Say, unless that's the spot. Right. Say right there. You know, yeah. um, I've had to tell partners like, no, when I say like, stay right there, I, I mean it. I'm not saying it like, Oh, she likes there. Maybe over here. No, like <laughs> follow <laughs> directions. <laughs> follow directions. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next one is find a rimming position that works for you. Popular positions include the receiver lying on their back with their legs akimbo (laughs) on their stomach with a pillow under their hips, all fours, face sitting, or on the edge of the sofa with the giver on their knees. Oh, yeah. The akimbo, I know that means it's like out basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was like, what is it? Right. Do we want to? Yeah. So, okay. So the first one (laughs) lying on their back with their legs akimbo. So that's kind of like a spread eagle position. Okay. Yeah. I love that. You look like a chicken. Okay. Ryan's putting her arms up to the side. You look like a chicken that like you're about to roast. You have to like tie it together. (laughs) Okay. She needs to do more of a V. Your legs would be like, right. Unless your legs are like, I don't know. Well, I told you when you bend them. I know when you bend oh, them, that when you're feels bending better. them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Um, the next one was on their stomach with a pillow under their hips. Yeah. Yes. So you're laying I've on your stomach, that. pillow under your hips. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, on better all angles. fours. Better angle. At an angle. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Bent underneath. Right. Yes. Stretched out. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is all fours. So you're on all fours. 
I still haven't had a doggy style experience that I liked, but I'll, I'll, I'll defer to Jose on this one. Do you like doggy style? Um, there's a time and a place. <laughs> it's not generally my go-to. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm more of a fan of the, like how we were just talking about, like with the pillow under your hips and then okay. having my partner, like kind of half laying on top of me, half, mm-hmm. you know, movement. Um, that's generally one of my go-tos. I find it most okay. pleasurable. Yes. I also love to feel like the weight of a man on me. Ooh, While is this during anal sex or is this during a rim job? This is, mm, this could be both. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I like it in, in general. I like it in okay. all aspects of sex. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Multi-purpose again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next one was face sitting. Oh, why not? Yes. And no. can you elaborate (laughs) (laughs) although i have very strong quads takes (laughs) takes a bit of energy and having to hold that up and then Mm -hmm. they want to participate in other sexual positions that i'm also going to need to have some like energy and core strength you know Mm, yeah i've noticed that if i do something like let's say yeah the face sitting that's going to take a bit you know Mm -hmm. of energy from my thighs and then they're going to be shaking later when I'm trying to enjoy another position and Uh, so I find I have to balance it out you know right so generally I'm like I'm not the one who's doing you know I'm not like a oh let me sit on your face kind of guy I never really (laughs) have been Um, (laughs) play the long game you know yeah I like it yeah (laughs) I'm playing the long game. I like I like longevity yes. in my my sexual experiences. Mm, love that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. And the last one was on the edge of the sofa while the giver is on their knees. So that's I. That sounds like for a rib job, right? Yeah. These are all mm-hmm. for rim jobs. Oh, these yeah. all were. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. But yes. Yeah. That one sounds most like actually my new uh <laughs> me and my new partner's new sex position we found on a, a small sofa of ours. It's the perfect height for doggy style. <laughs> which sofa is that? I just need to know for that. next time I visit. Yeah, I was gonna... <laughs> not telling you which sofa. It is. You said it's a small one, so I know it's a not the one in your living room. It's not. God damn it! It's the one in the library, but uh, <laughs> library. <laughs> but it's the perfect height. But this makes sense for stuff like this as well, because instead of like straining to like have your ass in the air high enough or be like low enough to like be at the ass level. This makes sense because it's like the couch is going to like lift you up a little bit, right. you know, and then they're going to be on their knees. So it's almost like you meet perf- at the perfect distance, you know, so right. that totally makes sense. Yeah. Right. So um, it says, really, you can experiment to find what works best for you both. Right. Correct. If you feel like advancing analingus further, bringing toys like a spreader bar, sex swing, or position enhancers can be great. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can use like a like a yoga block. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What else can we buy at Whole Foods that would work for this? (laughs) A lot. Uh, The last one is try using sex toys. Yeah. So along with your rim job, anal sex toys are great, are a great next step once you're comfortable with rimming. Yeah. 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 
some variety, some multitasking. The multitasking. <laughs> yeah, I love sex toys. I think they're super important. I never bought many like self-pleasure sex toys myself. Um, just because I never found one that actually mimicked like something that I liked being done to me. Um, but I will say, but with anal sex, I think they're super important, especially if you're just starting out or you just like toys. Like some people just genuinely like toys. That's like a kink of theirs, you know, like they want to use toys. Um, mm-hmm. So I am trying to remember that. And we got one actually from Amsterdam because, you know, we had to get a sex toy from Amsterdam. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. And I got a butt plug. It's super cute. And it it is. It's so cute. Um, But it's made out of steel, but it's like really high quality steel. And so it always feels good when the lube is on it because it's like nice and cold usually Mm. like it stays cold and it just feels wonderful. And I think it does a lot for that sphincter. Like it really like kind of like that cold kind of feels really good and not numbs it, but you know, it's like, it kind of mimics like numbing or something, you know, mm-hmm. like where it's kind of cold. Like if you put ice on your ankle or something, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So, and it, it's, oh. it's, it's hot. I like it. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wraps it up guys. So the big question, are we doing this wrong? I'm definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I, I I would say that I, I, I started off doing it wrong, mm-hmm. you know, um, but as time permits, I learned exactly what I liked and how to get that, how to achieve that. Yeah. And, you know, I keep that, ex- that expectation, set mm-hmm. that bar high. And if you're not going to meet it, we're not going to play. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Wise words. <laughs> Yes. Uh, okay. So what would your number one piece of advice be if someone hasn't had anal sex yet and would like to, what is your top piece of advice? Obviously we've covered a ton of things so they can listen to the whole episode for some insight, but <laughs> what's the one thing you would say? I would say, well, there's kind of like two things for one, play with yourself first, play with yourself first so that you feel comfortable with it initially. And secondly, or like part two of that is a really big key factor of that, like open communication with the other partner, you know, it would probably be so much more, you know, comfortable if you are participating with somebody that you have more than just like this one night hookup type of deal going on. Mm -hmm. Um, That sense of security and comfortability, like really can play a key factor into your experience and how you experience it um, when you're new to it. Mm, okay. Nice. I like awesome. that. Yeah. That's great advice. Love that. I, I right. mean, in my younger years, that second part meant nothing. I was like, I what? know. Get to know I someone. Know. That's why I'm saying this <laughs> yeah. now. I'm like, yes. for all you listeners out there who yes. are new to this, who mm-hmm. are curious, who are willing, though, like, mm, yeah. you know, yeah. Make yeah sure that you trust yourself and you trust the person that you're with. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Love that. Okay. Awesome. Yay. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jose. You're most welcome. For making your Am I Doing This Wrong debut. We've talked about you enough. I feel like the people probably know you, but now they get (laughs) to see you and hear you and all of your great advice about anal sex yes wins all around (laughs) yes i know thank you guys for having me so much this is so exciting i love it and i love you guys 
yes, we love you too. And he's also a medical professional. So um, he just has a lot of good advice in general. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But but this episode seemed appropriate to bring him on. (laughs) Yes. Um, yes. This obviously will not be the last time you see Jose, guys. We, you know, he'll be back and we may or may not let him do the. The people want the (laughs) expose. We may or may not. We'll see how we feel. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah we're not even going to take a poll. It's it's uh, based on me, me and this person right here. Just us. Take a yeah. Poll. Take a poll. <laughs> you know what? We will do a poll this week on anal yeah. sex, though. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yes. So we would love to know please. about your guys's experience or your questions. Mm-hmm. If you want to reach out to us, please do at our email wrongthepodcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. or slide into our DMs on Instagram at wrongthepodcast. Or if you have questions for Jose or you want his number, just let us know. <laughs> let us know. <laughs> Other- <laughs> there you go. Yes. So don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And please check us out on YouTube for the visual conversation and to see Jose's beautiful face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Well, that wraps it up. And we will talk to you next week. All right. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.